Welcome to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking for the high-level strategies and stories behind building a seven-figure product brand, then you're in the right place. On this show, we'll uncover the advanced strategies, stories, and secrets that you need to know in order to take your e-commerce brand to the next level. Are you ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million? Let's dive in. Hello there. Welcome to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. My name is Stacy, and I am super excited for you to be here. Make sure that you have followed and subscribed to the show that so that you don't miss any new episodes. And if you've missed any of our episodes from last month in October, talked all about holiday planning. So make sure you go back and listen to those episodes as well. Today, as you can see by the title, <laughs> today we're talking about scaling your online store to a million dollars, specifically going from 100K or multi six-figure mark through to the seven-figure mark. I wanted to take you through this episode today because there's not a lot of content out there for e-commerce brands, online product brands, specifically D2C brands, specifically about how you go from that 100K mark or somewhere around multi six figures to that seven-figure mark. And... I'm going to give you a little bit of information about me and, and how I got here and this framework and all that kind of good stuff in a little bit. But really what we're going to talk about today, what you're going to learn is what does it mean to scale? We hear that word scale a lot and it's said a lot. It's a lot. People say it all over the place, but I want to make sure that we are on the same page about what it means specifically for you as an e-commerce um, store owner. We're going to talk about three things that every e-commerce brand needs in order to scale And then we're going to talk about my roadmap to 1 million framework that I use to increase sales for my clients and for the many brands that I have worked with. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Stacy, and I am a fractional CMO, a fractional chief marketing officer that's generated over $150 million in sales when I led paid social at Zappos for brands like Ugg, Croc, Nike, Adidas, all of these different big, very large brands that have very big goals, very big things that they're trying to do. And so clients come to me, e-commerce clients come to me when they are ready to scale. So you've hit that 100K mark, you're looking to get to that seven figures or you're at multi six figures, and you're really ready to figure out like, what are the things I need to put in place to really take my brand to the next level? So that's when brands come to me. I come in and I help them, I help their teams to create all of the things that they need to do and to provide executive leadership and all that kind of stuff so that they know how to scale and they can actually take their business from being 100K or multi 100K all the way up to seven figures or from seven figures to that multi seven figures. And so um, I am actually teaching a masterclass on how to exponentially increase your online sales without burning out on the content hamster wheel or having to create 17 reels a day. And so if you want to learn the strategies, the systems and the support that you need in order to exponentially increase your sales for your store, then you want to make sure that you go to my email list because when registration opens, that's where the email is going to go. That's who's going to get it first. Um, and so make sure you head over to stacyzeal.co slash checklist. You can grab that holiday checklist, which is very much still relevant now. We are in November. It's November 1st when this is airing. And it's still very relevant um, for helping you to plan your Black Friday and Cyber Monday and post-holiday campaigns. Um, but yeah, so you want to make sure you get on my email list so that you can be the first to know when that free webinar comes out. Because it really, really is going to be something that you need to understand in order for you to take your business to the next level. And so today I'm going to walk you through my framework because I want you to understand 
what it's going to take. I want you to understand each piece. And then in a webinar, we're going to go into each of the pieces. We're going to talk about them a little bit more. We're going to flesh things out. And then I have something super special that I've been working on for y'all that is going to help you to monetize your influencer content. It's going to help you to hire the right influencers and all that kind of good stuff. So make sure that you are on my email list because I have a lot of exciting things rolling out um, over the next couple months. So um, stacyzeal.co slash checklist in order for you to grab a checklist that you'll get that. And then you'll also be on my email list. All right. So let's jump into the episode. Let's jump into the meat of the conversation. So this is where you're at. Let's set the stage about where you're at. So you have an amazing product, right? You have an amazing product. You're, you've built up your brand. You're st- you have consistent sales, but you're stuck, right? You've, you've worked your way up to six figures or multi six figures. You've done that with your blood, your sweat, your tears, all the things, and you have made your way to six figures. That is amazing. That is commendable. That is something that you should be proud of. And here's the thing. What got you here to six figures, it's not going to take you to seven because seven is about scale. And what is exactly does that mean to scale? And I like to set, put this in perspective. I like to, under, to, to give you the definition that I'm thinking in my head so that we're all on the same page about what does it mean to actually scale? And one of my, my, um, my sales coach actually just posted, it was interesting. She posted it on her Facebook page. What is, what is, um, what does it mean to scale? You know, what she was asking her friends. Um, and people had so many different answers. And so I want to make sure that we understand we're all on the same page when we're talking about scale. And this is what I said on that post. So incremental improvement, right? That is what scale means. Scale means incremental improvement over time. And what does that mean? Incremental means um, gradual change. So think about it like that. Incremental is gradual. And so, and then improvements, right? We're taking something that exists and we're making it better. And then also the other words over time, right? Because it takes time. It takes testing. It takes data to actually scale. Okay. And so scaling really means is that you're testing and you're doubling down on what's working in your business. It's a process of testing, learning, and iterating what you're doing. And those, those improvements add up. That's the point. That's the point that it's, that it's, that, that I want you to understand before we jump into how to scale and what it, and all those kinds of things. But like, it's a process. It's incremental improvements. It's over time, Right. It's doubling down on what works. It's analyzing data and coming up with more predictions, more tests, and all of those things add up to create incremental improvement in your business. It creates sustainable growth in your business because on your way to 100K or on your way to that, you know, to to, to six figures, it's a lot of throwing shit against the wall to see what works, right? Let's be real. It's a lot of trying a bunch of different things. Does this platform work for me? Does this kind of content work for me? Do these kinds of influencers work? When I post this kind of UGC, what works? It's really like when I, you know, how does my checkout layout work? All of that kind of stuff is is what you're focusing on when you're in the startup phase, when you're really trying to go from zero, from zero to 100. That all of that stuff is what is what's required and what you and what's required to get you here. Maybe you still feel like your marketing is a little scattered. Maybe you understand that there are things that work, but you're still feeling a little scatter, scattered. Things are not all coming together to m- improve the business. That is what scale is about. It's about taking all of the pieces that are out there, all of the different parts of your marketing, all of the different strategies that you have in place and figuring out what's working. How do we do more of that? And how do we continue to do more of that? And how do we continue to improve over time? 
And so scaling is not doing all the things. So don't think that because you are not on TikTok, that means you're not scaling. Don't think that it means that you need to go now get on Pinterest because you need to add another traffic channel. Scaling is not about just getting more traffic, right? It's not about saying like, oh, I'm on six different platforms. I'm podcast interviewing. I'm doing all this stuff. And so that is getting me more traffic and therefore is growing my business. No, that's not what it means. It's looking at the different places of your business. It's looking at your funnel, looking at your customer journey. It's looking at your messaging. It's looking at the different tactics that you're using and really figuring out what is moving the needle and how do I do more of that? And so now that you understand, so keeping that in mind, that scale is incremental improvement over time, right? Incremental improvement over time. Hey, are you doing all the things when you'd rather be CEOing? What if instead of doing the, all the things like figuring out the marketing strategy and leading the team, you could free up your time to focus on other areas of your business that really need your attention? That's possible when you work with my team at Stacey Zeland Co. We are strategic marketing partners for e-commerce brands that want to take their sales and impact to the next level. Ready to stop playing small and do what it takes to become a big-ass impactful brand? Head over to RoadmapTo1Million.com to book a call with me. Don't wait. Now. Right now is your time. Head over to RoadmapTo1Million.com to book a call with me. I look forward to helping you get to your next level. So you need three things in order to scale. And so these three things are things that I've come up with over the last 11 years of being in marketing and really helping brands large and small to really take things to the next level with their marketing. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about me, my story in a a second before I go into the framework, but I want to give it to you first, give you the first three components first. So that you have this in your head as we go into what it means to actually like, what does the roadmap look like? So in order to scale, you need strategy, you need systems and you need support. Okay. And so strategy and support really create impact. So when you have the right strategies in place and the right team to execute it, that's how you create impact. When you have the right strategies in place and you have the right systems in place, that creates momentum in your business. And if you have the right systems in place and you have the right team, that creates consistency. But all three of those things need to work together. Because you need impact, you need momentum, and you need consistency in order to take your business to the next level. You need strategy, you need systems, and you need support to take your business to the next level. So it's not one or two. Maybe if you think about your business now, right? Think about your business. Maybe you have the strategy in place, but the team is not really there yet. So so things are getting missed, right? Things are falling through the cracks. Things aren't being fully executed at like the, like, like you know they can Think about maybe if you are lacking in the strategy, like maybe you have the systems, you have your automations and everything set up. You have a team that's helping you to execute, but you are stuck because you don't have the right strategies in place to pull everything up together. You feel like everything is scattered. So that's what, so thinking about all of these things in your business, you need the systems, you need the support and you need the strategy. And so usually when I'm working with clients, when I'm diagnosing what's going on, It's one of those three things, or sometimes it's a combination of those things, right? You may have a great team, but your team is, 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 um, handcuffed because they don't have the strategy. 
because they're good at at knowing how to make something go viral, but they're not understand. But they don't have the strategy that connects their with their their efforts to their to the business goals. They don't have the right leadership to hold them accountable to KPIs out that are actually that actually matter in your business and not just follower count. Right. So. This framework, I call this a roadmap to 1 million framework. This is my framework that I've come up with. I've been in marketing for 11 years, specifically digital marketing. All of my career, it was it was interesting. I was talking to some, uh, when I talked to ju- some of junior marketers lately, it's like when I started in marketing, digital marketing was a specialization. (laughs) Like now you have people who are social media experts, people who are, you know, graphic designers, people who are SEO experts, right? You have all these people who are different, who have different specializations. But when I started in marketing, you really had to understand SEO. You had to understand how to update a website. You had to understand how to post things on social. There, there's a lot of different things that you had to know. And so I have worked on teams of one where I was the only marketer. I've worked on teams of 30 plus where there have been 30 people who are all together executing a vision of a very, very large company, but then also working with contractors and outside um, um, support. And so, and I've worked with, I've worked with artists, I've worked with authors, I've worked on work, I've sold high-end products, I've worked retail, apparel, fashion shoes, as I mentioned at Zappos, I've worked with digital products. I've worked with service providers. I've worked in the transportation industry. I've worked with technology. Okay. And I've also, I've generated over $150 million leading paid social effort for brands like Zappos, Ugg, Crocs, Steve Madden on platforms like Facebook ads, TikTok ads, Instagram ads, Pinterest ads, Twitter, YouTube, Google ads. And I started out with a main focus on organic like email marketing, like social. And then fast forward to Zappos is where I really got dove in headfirst into paid social and saw the power of being able to pay to get your brand and your products in front of more people. And so I say all of this to say that there, I've I've learned a lot. (laughs) I've learned a lot. I'm a learner, okay? I've seen, I've built programs from the ground up. Right. I've helped clients who had zero sales start to actually get consistent sales. I've helped brands who were making millions make multi-millions. Right. And so there are things that you have to do. There are strategies, there's the support, there's systems that you have to put in place in order to take your business to the next level. And so this is how I get my clients results. So I'm going to walk you through my framework, my roadmap to one million framework. And this is what I'm going to deep dive into um, on that webinar. So make sure that you get on my email list if you want to be the first to know when that comes out. But let's start with strategy. Without strategy, you cannot scale, okay? Without strategy, you will not scale because what you're going to end up doing is you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to burn your team out because they're trying to do a whole bunch of stuff and none of the stuff is actually working together to scale your business, right? None of the stuff is not actually working together. All the strategy, all the channels are not working together. And so if you're thinking about strategy, I like to think about it um, like this. So marketing strategy, it's messaging, it's movement, and it's money. And so we're going to go into each of those things um, quickly. So messaging. Messaging is about attracting the right customers and repelling everybody else. So your message is like your magnet, Right. So whether it's a social media post, whether it's an email, whether it's an ad, you need to have a message that shows your customers that your products are for them and showcases what I like to say, lifestyle alignment between your product and their life. 
It's not just enough to just say, buy this. It's not enough. Definitely not this year. Definitely not in 2023. It's not enough to just say, hey, this candle is the greatest thing since light spread or hey, this CBD is amazing. And it, you know, and it, it just helps you to do all the things, right? It's not enough. And so here's some examples to think about. Adidas. Adidas does not sell shoes or clothes. They sell a lifestyle. Dove, Dove sells confidence. I had someone um, bring up the example of Dove lately. And I'm like, yes, Dove does not sell soap. They're not sitting here saying like, oh my goodness, look at these bubbles, they're dope, right? They're talking about that confidence and that clean and that, that great feeling that you get from feeling refreshed and clean. That's what they sell in their commercials. Zappos, Zappos does not sell shoes. Zappos sells service. Right. The messaging is always about getting it to you when you need it, whatever products you need on time, fast, have an amazing customer service team. We just happen to sell shoes or they just happen to sell shoes. I got to get I left in April of 2022. So I got to it's hard to, <laughs> to break that away yet. But so I want that to be clear. I do not work for Zappos anymore. But they sell service. Right. So think about your favorite brands. Think about your favorite product brands. Think about your competitors that you're people who are, you are trying to be like brands that are ahead of you that have passed that seven figure, that multi seven figure mark. They're not focused on features. They're not focused on, um, you know, surface level messaging. All of that stuff is messaging. And I, as I mentioned, it's your social posts, it's your emails that you send out. It's all the things that you use to nurture and attract your audience to show them is like a light, like a lighthouse, like, hey, this is a space for you. I have what you need. I have the product that you want that fix, that's going to fix that problem that you have. But I know that I need to go a, little, a layer deeper. I can't just say, hey, it's going to light up your house because it's a beautiful candle, right? It's about going deeper. So that's messaging. The second piece is movement. And so when you think about movements, so I looked up the definition of movement because I was in a, 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 a googly mood today. <laughs> when I was out recording this podcast. So movement, the definition of movement is the act, process, or result of moving. It's not enough to just build a community for your brand anymore. It's not enough to just say, I have a Facebook group with 10,000 people in it. It's not enough to say, I have 10,000 customers. If your retention rate is 5%, right? You have to mobilize your customers. It's not just enough to just build a community of people who love your brand, but you have to mobilize them. You have to get them into action. You have to move them. And so what does that mean? Movements require two-way communication, right? Meaning that you are talking to your customers and not at them. You're listening to your customers. You're implementing things that they tell you. You're letting them know, hey, we're listening. This is what we did to make this better for you. It's rewarding loyalty. So your loyalty programs, points, all those kinds of things, making people want to continue to come back and shop with you, giving people incentives for referring friends, right? It's getting people into motion, creating a container for them, a Facebook group, your email list, your podcast, whatever it is that you use as a container for your community. It's have is have giving them a space to actually be able to converge. I love to hear when e-commerce brands have like Facebook groups because then you can get all it's like if you have a Facebook group it's for exclusively only your customers, right? And then your customers get in that group and they're built that builds community. 
it starts to move people, start to mobilize people, right? And so there's a lot that you can do. So think about how you can mobilize your customers because it's not enough to just say, I have the numbers. It's you have to focus on increasing your retention, getting people to continue to come back, getting people to refer, right? That's how you build, that's how you scale. That's how you build a big brand. When you think about big brands, when I worked at Zappos, there were, I had goals for acquisition, for um, retention, <laughs> right? You have all these different goals of, uh, and I say that to say, because it's about keeping your customers engaged. It's not about just saying like, oh, we, we acquired a customer and that, you know, for, for X amount and that's it. And they were, they're one and done. No, it's about figuring out how do we keep people coming back? How do we move people? How do we move, move them into action? And I'll give you an example. An example I would say for me is slutty vegan. And so slutty vegan is super on, the, you know, having amazing, amazing, you know, um, last few years and just love watching the journey. And so I remember I was in Atlanta and a friend of mine recommended Slutty Vegan. And when we were in Atlanta, I'm not, I'm not a vegan. So I, I, you know, I'm not vegan. And, but I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, I'll try it. I've heard, definitely heard it around. She raved about it. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll try it. Tried it. Loved it. Right. And now I'm like, I'm following along on social. I look out for the openings in my area. I tell people about it, even though I'm not a vegan and I don't necessarily fit into their, you know, to their client, to their target audience. Right. I had someone who is a vegan who brought me in. I had an amazing experience with the product because, you know, I'm telling you, if you're a mission driven brand, having a great product is the bare minimum. Right. It's not enough. You know, yes, you have to have amazing product. Yes. Right. But it's not enough to just have an amazing product and to acquire a customer. You want to bring people along for your journey. And so if you think about like organic marketing builds movements. Right. Organic marketing creates community. And so when you have people like, you know, we have brands like Slutty Vegan who can create a movement around the brand. You bring people along for the ride. And when people feel like they're along for your ride, they feel like they're along for your, along your journey, that mobilizes them. It gets people involved. Think about the movements. Think about movements that are special to you. You feel connected to it. You feel like you want to hear the progress that's happening. You want to actually feel like there's a space where you can talk to people who also participate in the movement, whether that's in a protest, whether that's in a group or whatever that is. So how can you create a movement around your brand instead of just create, instead of just focusing on acquiring a certain number of customers per month, but really figuring out like, how do I then also keep my audience engaged and how do I mobilize them? Okay. So let's move on. Let's talk about money. Money, AKA, I call this pay to play in my framework. I call it pay to play. And so you have to play to play. As an e-commerce brand, as an online product brand, you have to pay to play. And I want y'all, I need, we, I need all of us to collectively understand that marketing costs money, <laughs> right? Marketing costs money. I get it. We try to bootstrap. We try to do the free, as much free stuff as possible. But at the end of the day, marketing costs money. If you want to get to the next level, if you want to take your brand from 100K to a million, you're going to have to pay to play. You're going to have to invest money to take your business to the next level. And so you have to release the need to do it the hard way. Because when you have messaging that works, you have a customer journey that works, and you have organic marketing that works, it's time to pay to get in front of more people. 
And so a lot of brands make the mistake of jumping into paid ads too early because they want to, you know, accelerate their growth. They want to go fast. And then you have other brands who are scared to pay to play, who are leaving money on the table because they are afraid to make an investment that they don't know will turn out, will pan out. But let me tell you something. Marketing is always about testing. It's always about iterating. It's always about learning. You will not escape that. I learned that so much through my career that it's not about just saying like I'm putting stuff out. You have to be able to make data-driven decisions. Whether you're paying or not, you have to be able to look at the data. And if you are paying to play and to paying to get to the next level and you're looking at your data, you are not losing. You are always winning something because you're always saying like, well, that didn't work. Let's try something else. Or, hey, this worked a little bit. Maybe if we tweak it, we'll get it to work better. That's what it's all about. That's what scale is. Remember, incremental improvements over time. It's not about saying you do all the things. It's not about saying that you're you're spending money on all the ad platforms, right? I'm not telling you to go and spend money on every ad platform. I'm not even telling you that you maybe you need, I'm definitely telling you need to invest, you need to invest in ads, um, specifically as an e-commerce brand. But there are other ways to invest in your business through through money. So like. Here are some ways that you're paying that you pay to play in your business. Think about things like Facebook ads, social ads, so like Pinterest, TikTok, all those places, Google ads, influencers, actually paying for quality influencers and not just relying on user generated content that's free so that you you're paying to tell your own story instead of getting a story that's handed to you from 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 free content, paying for expert consultants like me to take things to the next level in your business. Paying for the support that you need, paying for the shortcut, paying for the expertise. That's what big brands do. They pay for the expertise. They pay so that they can get there faster, right? It's not about saying like, oh, I'm holding on to all all my coins so, so tight to say that I have hit a certain milestone or I have a certain amount of profitability every month. It's about figuring out like, how do I make a strategic investment in my business that will take me to the next level? And it may not pay off right away. It may not pay off in a month but it may pay off in two, three, four, five, six months when I'm able to do all of this testing and, and, and you know, and, and build all this stuff out and then getting this data, I'm building your face, you're building your Facebook ads out, you're getting all this data, right? And then you're saying like, oh, I went from losing a little bit of money now to now I'm making five or six times my money. So I've gotten all that money I lost back and then some. That's how you think about scaling. Right. It's not about a specific number. It's about really figuring out how can I make incremental improvements over time? And then you have to pay to play to get to the next level. Right. So stop trying to do everything for free. You will go farther with less effort when you pay to play. Okay, so that was strategy. So let's go into talking about systems. And so in in order to scale, you must have the right systems in place to convert sales on autopilot. And so if things are falling through the cracks, And think about this in your business, what just recently fell through the cracks? It's because you probably don't have a system in place for growth. You don't have systems in place to over to to make sure that things don't fall through the cracks. And so here are three systems that you're going to need in your business. Three, Three things to think about when it comes to systems. So one, you need a way to automate. You need to automate your sales. Ways that you automate your sales. Think about automating your sales like abandoned cart emails and text messages re-engagement emails. So like sending after someone makes a purchase saying like, Hey, did you join the loyalty program? Hey, did you, um, you know, did, um, come back and make another purchase? Hey, can you review this purchase? Hey, did you follow us on social? All of these things you can do to stay in front of people automatically so that you're not having to rely on just the manual emails that you send out every week. 
upsells, order bumps. So if you're, you know, have like a bundle or something on your site and someone buys your hero product and after they check out or at when they get to check out, oh, hey, don't forget this. This will be a great addition. These kinds of things help you to automatically increase your sales. It's not just about the one-to-one interaction. It's not just about saying like, oh, I brought some one person from a chant, from, from a traffic source to my website. What happens if they leave? What happens after they purchase? How do we get them to come back? How do we automate that process? What, how do we look at all of those things that are happening in that process and add some more automations? And so then another thing, another system you need to have in place is a content system, not just a content calendar, <laughs> okay? Not a content, not just a content calendar, but you need a content system. Because here's the thing, e-commerce brands, product brands, you have to become an engine for content. You have to also make sure that you're accounting for SEO because you're gonna get a lot of SEO traffic, especially if you're doing it right, if you're paying attention to it up front. And so your content goal is to guide people to the sale. So you want to guide people to the sale with content. And so I'll give you an example. I was searching for information on how to get rid of smoker's cough. Um, and I stumbled upon an, a helpful article um, for that had product recommendations. This product is a company that makes cannabis products, um, that their filters for, you know, bongs and um, joints and stuff like that. So that way it helps to filter out the tar. And so I looking up how do I get rid of smokers cough for weed smokers specifically <laughs> um, and then I an article with tips you know came up and I'm as well as a product recommendation so I'm looking at the article I'm like oh that's a helpful tip okay that's good that's helpful and then they also had a product recommendation on there I'm like oh okay there's that actual product that does this huh so let me go check out this product let me go look at their page let me go look at, you know, the stuff that they have going on. Let me look at their, you know, let me uh, take a look at the, at the reviews and, and the, the product features and all that kind of stuff. But what brought me in was the content because I had a problem and I was trying to find a solution for the problem. So think about the problem that your custom, that your product solves. What are people searching for? That's the kind of content you create. And whether it's long form content or short form content, think about what is, what kind of content does your customer need to convert? That's what informs what you put on Instagram. That's what informs what you put on, what you write blog posts about, what, what all of your content is about. It's not, you know, it's about really figuring out how do you guide people to the sale? So what does your customer need to know? What is your, what problem are they having? What are they searching for? What are they looking, what, what painkiller are they looking for? And so it's not enough to just turn on your abandoned cart emails or post reels every day, right? It's not enough to say, I'm doing the, I'm doing the um, automations, I'm posting the reels, but you also have to optimize what you're doing. And that's the last piece of systems is optimize the journey. And so, as I keep saying, scaling is about incremental improvement over time, not just creating something once, right? Not just creating something once. And so it's optimizing that journey. So understanding what is the journey that my customers have to go on in order to get to the sale? Boom, got that outlined. How can I improve each piece of this journey? How can I improve each piece of this journey? So things like improving your checkout process and offering things like Afterpay. Afterpay, those, these kind of payment apps are really, really big with Gen Z. So if you have Gen Z customers, you want to start to think about those kinds of things because that improves the checkout process, right? It's not, somebody can't say, oh, I don't have the money or they can't say, oh, I don't want to pay the, you know, pay all of this right now. They can use things like Afterpay. So what are some things that you can do to your process to improve your conversions? And so things like improving your product display pages. There's always testing that you can do on these pages to make them better. 
to changing the layout, doing some A-B tests to see like which one converts better. What are the conversion rates? Look at your data, right? Look at your data to determine which content performs the best and create more of that. You do not have to create content from scratch every day. You don't need 365 different posts, right? But what you do need to do is look at your data and say, okay, from the last 90 days, this kind of content works. The last 30 days, this kind of content worked. Let me create more of that. These kinds of, these are the messages that were dripped into these different pieces of content that actually led to sales and results or, or followers or whatever the goals are that you have set for your channels. Okay. And so if you have a blog post, for example, that gets a lot of sales, you can run ads to it, or you can create more blog posts of the similar topic, right? Like that company I just talked about creating different ways to talk about smokers cough, right? If they're saying that that's an that that's a that that's a top article that brings in traffic and sales to their business, they're like, well, let's create more of this. It doesn't have to be complicated, right? It doesn't have to be from scratch every time. That's why it's important to optimize what you're doing. It's not about just creating, creating, creating. It's about really figuring out like after I've tested something, what did I learn? Based on what I learned, how can I iterate on that? And that's how you scale. So. How can I improve about what I'm already doing? That's what you're thinking about with systems. Last piece of our framework, of our roadmap to 1 million framework of the framework that I've created for how I get my clients results. And those results are being scaling their business and taking them to seven figures and beyond. Okay, so we talked about strategy. We talked about systems. Now we're talking about support. So my first job out of college, I was a team of one. I had a CEO that loved marketing, which was great <laughs> because he was involved with the marketing. So although I was a team of one and I was executing and doing all the things, I still had someone who I could talk to marketing about. Um, then fast forward years and years later, I started working at a the largest transportation company in Las Vegas at the time. Um, we were a team of three and it was about the company, very large company, $100 million, something like that. Then... After that, right after that, actually, directly after that, I left there to go then work at Zappos, team of 30 plus. <laughs> then you have contractors, you have other departments, you have agencies, all of this kinds of stuff, right? All of, So I've worked on teams from me all the way up to lots of people. And so I know what it takes to build a brand that you want to see become a million dollar company. And you cannot do it alone. You cannot build a million dollar e-commerce brand alone. Why would you want to? If anything, either way, right? If you really, really felt so strongly about it, why? Why build it alone? Okay, but anyway. So thinking about support, you need internal support, you need external support, and you need a way to replace yourself. And so I'm going to talk about each of those things. So let's talk about internal internal support. So when I started working at my first job out of college, was at a business law firm, I needed to focus on execution. So there wasn't a whole lot of time for a whole lot of strategy, right? Because I was so busy executing. I was like sending emails, posting on social, updating the website with, you know, new offers, figuring out how to, you know, plan events, all of that kind of stuff. That's what I was doing. And so executors are super important. Let me say that. Having executors on your marketing team is super important. But here's the thing. Someone has to lead the strategy. Someone has to connect the dots between the marketing efforts or the marketing outputs and the actual company goals and sales and revenue. 
And so think about like having a million followers on TikTok doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean Jack if you aren't able to convert it into sales, if they're not converting into sales. And so if you have someone on your team who's amazing at building Instagram presence, who knows how to build, you know, who knows how to create the reels that go viral, who knows how to get followers, who knows how to structure the captions so that people can, you know, relate to the product. That's amazing. That's awesome. And that is necessary. And you also need someone who leads the strategy. You need someone who talks about like what we talked about earlier, the messaging, the movement, and the money. And we're like deciding what are the outputs that we're doing actually connecting to dollars and cents, holding people accountable to the KPIs. That's what you to to key performance indicators in your business, making sure that the marketing, everything is working together to actually grow the business. So you need someone who's an executor. Then you also need someone who is able to lead the strategy. And so that's internal. Let's talk about external. And so external, when I worked at Zappos, as I mentioned, I got to work with contractors, influencers, brand partners, agencies, all working collectively together to advance the brand, right? All of them working, you know, having various inputs to growing the brand or the different brands that we would be marketing. And so building a seven-figure brand, going from 100K to a million, is about filling the holes with the right people, filling the holes on your team with the right people. And sometimes that means that you will need to hire out. Sometimes that means you'll need a contractor some for a temporary project. Sometimes that means you'll need to hire an agency to work on a project. Sometimes that means that, you know, if you are creating a ton of content, you're going to have to let, you're going to have to leverage influencers or freelance writers, right? If it, you know, working with agencies can be great or it can be a waste of money. I recently did a live on my Instagram page about um, what you need to go you know, what you need to know when you work with agencies and all that kind of stuff. So go back and listen. It's on my Instagram pages is at stacyzeal.co. Um, and we'll also link it in the show notes. So agencies are another example of external support. If you can't run ads yourself or don't want to run ads in your, yourself in house, agencies are great. Right. Um, but the thing is like, you don't need, so you don't need to do everything in house, right? So don't be afraid to get the expertise you need. If you don't have the expertise you need in house, Right. It's okay to go outside and figure out how do I bring someone in that can either train my team that can either, you know, take on this workload for a while to help us get to where we need to be. So your marketing is going to require internal players It's going to return require external players. And it's going to also require you replacing yourself. As the CEO, you cannot continue to be the center of your marketing when you're on your way to 100K. You may be able, you're able to be, you know, the strategist, the HR, the ads manager, the person overseeing, you know, the contractors, all that kind of stuff. But as you get for, as you start to scale, as you go to hundred K to a million, you're going to have to really understand that you have to remove yourself because you become the bottleneck. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> you become the bottleneck because stuff is slowed down because you need to approve it, but you're too busy. Or you're on the road or you're doing out, going out doing all the visibility things for your brand, which you need to do. But also, I need you to approve these captions, sis, so that I can post this stuff on Instagram, right? But, you know, it requires, you know, it, it requires replacing yourself so that you can go and do the things you need to do. Um, and it requires building that person internally, right? Or investing in the expert, the, the external support, like the fractional CMO. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my fractional CMO services in a second. But 
it's about investing in the training and the support that they need or their advancement. And so I remember my first business trip um, ever, my first business trip, um, I went to a CRM conference. I cannot for the life of me, y'all, I've been trying to remember what the name of the CRM is because it's a big one. It's not Salesforce, but it was one of the big ones and I think they got acquired. So that's why like their name was something different now. But anyway, um, so we got our, so I remember going in there and, you know, I was so excited because I learned a lot. I got to sit down with the systems people and they help us to sit up the to help me to learn the CRM a little better, but also set the whole system up and to do these tips and tricks and things that, you know, I hadn't really known how to do because I didn't know how to do it. Right. I was learning the software. That's what you think about with your executors, right? They have to learn how to do things. And especially if you have a junior marketing team. Right. They have to learn how to how to, you know, um, work the systems and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so I came back. I learned a lot. And I when it came back, excited to implement what I learned. And so it could be something like, you know, I remember when I was also in the American Marketing Association in the, our local community in Baltimore. And it was great to like be able to learn stuff, come back to the organization, be like, oh, I learned this. I'm connected with this person. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So when you invest in your employees, you're investing in your team and you're trying to find that person inside your organization that you can trust to make decisions for you. Right. So that you can remove yourself. So you don't need to be in charge of all the marketing. You don't need to review every option or every caption before it goes out. If you have someone that is a leader in your organization that you can trust that, that can approve things for you because they've learned how to do it or that and you've invested in time in training them on how you like things done or how you want things to go. Right. So you got to start to trust the people on your team. But that trust, I understand, comes over time. But as you start to really like build up that person that's going to be your number two or that's going to be your your marketing lead. And it doesn't necessarily mean that their title reflects that yet. But you see potential in somebody that can actually grow within your organization. You want to start to make sure start to build them up and start to invest in their skills. So that way they can start to take stuff off of your plate and you have more time to go out and get more business. Right. They have they have, you know, the ability to build their skills as a strategist because that's you don't become a strategist just because you graduated college. Let me tell you. (laughs) Right. You think, you know, everything when you come out of college, but then you realize you don't know shit. Okay, so, you know, like it's getting into having to understand how to do things. It takes time. Right. And it takes investment and it takes you as a CEO understanding that you have to eventually start to replace yourself. And in order for you to replace yourself, you're going to have to have someone that can do that for you, that can provide that, you know, that that, that um, decision-making or that can actually get things moving so that you can go and do the things that you have to do. And so that's it. So that's what we talked about. We talked about strategy. We talked about systems. We talked about support. And the thing is you need all three of these things to get to the next level. And each of these things has three different steps that I've carved out. Each component needs to connect, but then there are also steps for each component. And so I understand that running a business, running an online business, an e-commerce business is definitely a lot. You have a lot going on. You have a lot of moving pieces, right? Your marketing is something that you're always going to have to invest in. It's something that you're always going to have to do. It's something that is going to have to change when you go into scale mode, when you go from growth mode of climbing your way and and figuring out what works to get to six figures. When you go from six figures or multi six to seven, it's going to take a different strategy. It's going to take different support. It's going to take a different um, level of expertise. And so this is, this is how I help my clients. So I am a fractional chief marketing officer. 
And what that means is that I provide executive marketing leadership to your team so that you can free up your time to go make other decisions that you have to make and focus on business development. And so making sure that the strategies that we have in place and creating strategies for your team so that they are all working towards the same goal, holding your team accountable to goals and KPIs so that everything that you're doing, every marketing output has an input or has an ROI attached to it or has some kind of initiative or goal attached to it and making sure that we're hitting those goals. And if we're not making sure, figuring out how do we do that systematizing your team's efforts so that when all things are like, so if you, so that things that are falling through the cracks stop, right? So things stop falling through the cracks and you can increase your, your, your ROI, right? So making sure that your team starts to work, your marketing starts to work like a well-oiled machine, helping you to build your internal protege and figure out like, who's going to be the person that replaces me? Because my goal is not to be your fractional CMO forever. My goal is to help you to get over that hump so that you can put the so that you can put the team in place to take you to where you want to be right and so that's how I work with my clients and so if you are if you know that you are in the place where you are holding up your marketing you are holding up your business growth because a lot of times CEO I hate to say this as and I understand because I'm right there with you as the CEO a lot of times it's us that's holding us up right a lot of times it's us that's keeping us from our next level that's keeping our business from our next level it's from keeping our business from, from, from our business, from impacting the masses that we want to, from, from keeping our vision to come true. A lot of times it's us, something that we're doing. It's not typically, you know, something that you're not doing. It's like, oh my goodness, like I'm not investing or I'm holding on to this money so tightly because I need to see it in my bank account because if I let it go, I'm, it's never going to come back, right? So if you know I am ready to take my business to the next level, I am ready to invest in my next level, I am ready to give my team the support that they deserve so that they can become the best marketers and they can become my best advocates so that they can do what they have to do to help me to bring my vision to life. So I want you to make sure that you book a call with me so we can talk about it, figure out where you're at, or you can hit, um, send, me a, send me a voice note on Voxer. Um, there's going to be linked below so we can talk about whether this offer is right for you. Talk about whether having a fractional CMO in your organization is right for you right now. So head over to roadmap to 1 million.com. You'll find all my links there. You'll see a link to book a call. You'll see um, a link there to work with me so you can understand what different ways that I work with my clients and all these things will be in the show notes. And so I hope that you found this episode valuable. This is something that really is necessary for you to go to the next level. It's not about doing all the things. I promise you it's not about doing all the things. It's about making sure that the things that you are doing are actually moving the needle and that they're actually based on data and that you have the time and the space and the expertise to actually invest in taking your business to the next level. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think of this episode. I I really, really hope that this episode was helpful. So I want to know what you think. Leave me a review. And that also helps for the show. If you love the show, leave a review. It also helps for more people to be able to find the show so that we can grow our community here. We can grow our podcast downloads and we can, you can help me to impact the millions of people that I want to impact with my expertise and my voice and the, the connections and things that I have. So I have some guest episodes coming up y'all planning out some guest episodes, some awesome, cool stuff. So make sure you subscribe, make sure you share it with some people, make sure you leave a review. And if you want to be the first to know when that webinar is coming out, make sure you head over to roadmap to 1million.com. Get on my site, get on my email list, because that's where the first, the the first um, registration is going to drop. So thanks y'all. I'll see you next week.
Thank you so much for listening to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I just know you got a nugget or two from that episode that will take your brand to the next level if you take action. Keyword, take action action. So head over to stacyzeal.co slash checklist to get a free resource that will help you to take action on what you learned today so that you can get on to building the brand of your dreams. And be sure to leave us a review so businesses like yours can get this gold as well. All right, y'all. I'll see you on the next episode.